is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. I am Rob Phillips, not Bill Jones. He should be here in a few minutes. Traffic from South Lake's tough, Brian. Yeah, I thought he had a helicopter to get here. <laughs> He's got a jerry copter? Jerry copter, yeah. He does make TV money. Yep. He does do well. One of those Airbuses. Mm-hmm. He'll get you one if you can get one of those, by the way. Airbus, like the Airstream? It, no, it's yeah, it's it's the company that makes the helicopter, Airbus. Oh, they make oh, they okay. make they make aero, they make airplanes too. I was gonna say aero something. I was I was gonna use the wrong word. <laughs> I'm just so poorly educated. No, you're not. Yeah, LSU one day. fine university. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, my dad. He, I know he turned I out know. all right. I know I your dad. Your dad's a good man. Yeah. All right, welcome in. Mickey should be joining us. Fairly soon, I believe. We can have well. a really we have a good three minute show, right? Yeah, there that's between good. You, you, and I. you and me. Let's let's solve these goal line problems. That's where I was going to yeah. start with, because you know uh, Jerry was asked about it. Sure. On, on the fan this morning, and yeah. I I don't know if he had any solutions that he divulged he, to one hundred five three. He doesn't. But <laughs> I, I mean, do we? I, I don't. I, all you, I know is that it's gotten. You asked a really good question pre-show to me. What's that? Do you feel like that they can run the football to get in? Yeah. And they don't. If you're if you're running plays that are trying to boy we're having fun with Kit as he's flipping these camera around <laughs> anyway really flipping this, flip it around for me again Kit one time there we go now flip it back to Rob and flip hey! it back to me there we go yeah there we go okay I was just kind of noticing out of the corner of my eye I thought he was doing I'm the, distractible the, the I'm like Mickey right now uh, the, but you know if you if you having to run kind of scheme kind of plays if you're trying to run waggles and boots and screens and whatever. You know, that, that doesn't show me that you have a lot of confidence. You're trying. You're trying to create opportunity, which I, I you know, Jerry also talked about uh, being in the playoffs. You have to be creative, mm-hmm. you know, and, and maybe this is their way. They, they've run some creative plays to score, but they haven't scored. That, that's, where, that's where I think things would be a little bit different for this team right now. You know, you'd say, ah, oh, Linehan, all right, yeah. Oh, that's a, that was pretty cool. And then they run the play, and then all of a sudden it doesn't work. And then and then you got me on Twitter going, or the the or Cowboy Nation going, Broadus, they got too cute there. That's a cute play. Don't run cute plays, you know that yeah. kind of thing. Scott it, is in kind of a no win situation. He is. He is not. Everybody wants him fired. Gotten on him about wrinkles sure, sure. all year long. Sure, that's a pretty good wrinkle to Jamez Olawali. Yeah, who hasn't touched the ball hardly at all this entire season. That's what made it so cool. Yeah. I mean, but he it, could catch. He can. Wally could catch. He is what, you know, but you got to put the ball out there in front of him. Yes. I mean, you got to put the ball on him there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just, you know, don't, don't leave that one to chance. He put sh- the ball on him and, and let, him, let him go. So it could have been a better throw. Sure. He should have caught it. Should have caught it, yeah. Should have um, caught it. And, and but it, if you throw it at him, I think he catches that ball. Even if his, feet, his footwork was horrible. You, know, you, you got all tangled up and, you know, couldn't get himself in position, the hands, the adjust, and all that. All that's got to be together when you're throwing the ball that way. Hi, Mickey. Where's everybody at? You tell me. Bill's, Bill's in the Airbus trying to get over here right now. <laughs> the helicopter. 
and the guys at the fan forgot to dial me up, so yeah. it was late. I did that on purpose. They had to keep me a some, little late. See, and Bill and I together. You got some? Yeah, we're on the air, Bill. Powdered sugar maybe on your chin there. It's probably my. Uh, it's a napkin. Because he didn't use his beard lube this morning. No, I did. Yeah, absolutely. Did you eat some donuts on the uh, fan this oh, morning. No, it was my yogurt. Okay. It was my yogurt. Oh my gosh! And I finished it so Bill didn't have to smell it. Briefcase. Yeah, you can talk in the mic, Bill. That's kind of what we do nowadays. <laughs> what you got in there, Bob? Yeah, Bob's got to get all his stuff out. <laughs> he does get my not stuff like that out. joke. Yeah, Bob doesn't oh, like. I'm fine with it, <laughs> Billy Bob. We, 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 first time all year. You've been late, or that the... first time all year. I'm, I'm like on time, normal time, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I turn on Legacy up here, and right. it's backed up all the way to the highway. No way. You got Waze, the app Waze, W A Z E. Oh, don't talk to me about Waze. <laughs> it's the best. I was late it, to my own rehearsal wedding. And Am I supposed to use I it every it. single day? Yes. I use it from Frisco, 10-minute <laughs> drive. I use it every morning just in case there's another well, the route. Legacy's not – that's the safe route to go. It's never backed up. Don't take Legacy. Up. No, no, you can't. And so, Go to the North Tollway and for, circle no, back. No, hold on. He's trying to save money here, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> Fortunately, TV I saw guy. the backup, uh -huh. so I was able to get out of it, okay, uh -huh. and go your way. Yeah. I got – and so you take what you do is you take well maybe I don't didn't do it right maybe I took Dallas Parkway. No, you take you take the you go Dallas to the tollway. North Tollway. You All get right, you get off on John Hickman because I got stuck at six lights on the Dallas Parkway coming over. And here. Then you come back you to do a welcome to Carol D traffic report today. <laughs> Talking routes. Talking routes. We're on the air, right? Yeah, yeah we're on you. the air, Bill. It costs you another. We've been on the air for six minutes now. It costs you another forty-five cents, but it's a well-spent forty-five cents. Yeah. W a z e. Every day, use it. Yeah, that's what my daughters tell me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had one time where I got burned on that, and so all right, I'll do it. It's never failed me. Well, welcome, Bill. Well, hi. How's everybody doing? Good. How's everybody's fantasy football team doing? I was knocked out six weeks ago. It's actually refreshing. Not I don't to play. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those weird guys that don't play. I used to not play, and uh, I do it for social reasons. Mm -hmm. We've got a neighborhood group, mm -hmm. and uh, we started it up about four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I've got a family one. You know, once the yeah. kids move out of the house and stuff, it's a way Gotta to communicate connect. with them, right? Yep, that's the way that we we communicate. There you go. And so, congratulations to a loyal Talking Cowboys listener, my daughter Jordan, who has made it to the championship game with her victory last night. And guess who she gets to play in the championship game? Daddy Jones. That would be Barry Switzer's. That would be my team. The Barry Switzers. The Barry Switzers. The Barry Switzers. <laughs> <laughs> Could have come up with a more creative name than that, couldn't you? I've always been the Barry Switzers. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah, so, all, right. all right. Very good. So, and in fact, I got two teams that made it to the championship game thanks to Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara last yeah, night. Two good players. So there, there you go. You like to play up those guys on your red zone team? How about those two? We were talking about red zone yeah. before you guys showed up. We were talking about what the problem, you know, Jerry Jones was talking about. He, we don't know if anybody really has a great answer here. Because it's been Apparently something not. different. <laughs> it's been a different thing. It's yeah. been drops. It's been sacks. It's been minus plays, even on runs, which I don't put that on the best running back in the league, arguably. Um, you think it's really the offensive line? You think that's the you well, think that's the main culprit here? I just the inconsistency of the offensive line with protection and well, just personnel all the, and, and all the di yeah all the different bodies they've had to throw in there. Um, you brought up a good point. I mean. When you're trying to do dis misdirection plays and creative things, yeah, 
you're you not you're, you're not lining up and just handing it. And sometimes that's the look too. Yeah, they're putting ten in the box, which sure. I think they did on third down down there. I mean, it was it was loaded. Yeah, maybe you try something else based on the look, but. I don't know. Nate Newton will tell you in the '90s they didn't really care what the front was. No, not really. Yeah, but because they were really good. So you're making... they could blow people off the line of scrimmage. These guys can't blow people okay. off the line of scrimmage. There what happened go. when they went three three tight ends on fourth down? They, they ran. They got it to blown the, up. They ran it to the left side. Yeah, they went away from. They it. went away from their strength. This tells me they don't trust their three tight ends blocking on the goal line. Okay, so it is the offensive line then. I think is that's, that it. That's we can start there. Bill, how, how do the Colts score down there? I'm assuming Eric Ebron has a lot of touchdowns yeah. in the zone. Yeah, he does. So there's, a, there's a tight end issue there. Well, they ran it in against the Cowboys, yeah. but it yeah. took them three times, yeah. by the way. Yeah, it did. Against that defense that wasn't trying. But when a tight end's got 12 touchdowns, you would think that a lot of those touchdowns probably have, are within. Creative ways of getting yeah. them the ball. But, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, – it's almost play-to-play play because second and six from the eight – Zeke gets a five-yard gain, almost scores. Yeah. Okay, know? when you're talking right, – Wait, 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 real quick. He's offensive line. Are you lack of I'm tight going, end? I'm going – A lack of a Jason Witten-like player? Jason Witten – I mean, what was a bread-and-butter play for this offense in 2016 and 17, for that matter? Yeah. It's a play fake tight end right there. Right. And, and, and especially in the red zone. Not so much in goal-to-go situations. Right. But when you're between the 10 and the 20, yeah. that's a perfect spot. You get inside the 18, Jason Witten was a killer. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's going to improve your red zone right there. Right. Okay. Now you get into the goal-to-go. Bryant, too. Yeah. There's Yeah. With the back shoulder on the it's too yeah. much, goal too line. much uh, <clears throat> reliant on twenty-one and four to score when they get inside the ten. No one else. Who who else has stepped up inside the ten yards? Good point. And maybe part of what Indianapolis was able too. to do scoring running the ball is the threat of the tight end down there too. Yeah. You know, and and the threat of Witten or Bryant. You know, will open up things maybe in the run game down on the goal line where Zeke got 15 touchdowns two years ago. Down. I mean, I think the guy that has the best physical qualities to do what Dez did inside the 10 is probably Gallup. Yes. I just don't know that he's ready for it. That's a good point, too. Because he can jump. He can get up. But having said all of that, the offensive line is an issue. <laughs> Obviously, with, yeah. with the, especially the current state of the offensive line. Well, Zach Martin now. I would say, yeah, number one, that push up front. But they have been a lot better overall in the running game. You said a plus five down there running the ball, right? Gets in there, gets close. Yeah. Second down, got him to third and one. Zeke for five yards. That's why it's just kind of maddening. It's like it's, you know. And again, but it's not the only reason. Because there have been two or three drops in the passing game. The Noah Brown, I don't know if that was a drop. It, Dak just kind of missed him because of pressure. Beasley against Atlanta, and then uh, was one the other day. You know, well, maybe it's a different story if those guys catch the ball. But they're not just lining up and, and like Mickey said, blowing people off the line of scrimmage at the three yard line. Yeah, but Olawale makes that catch. They move up from thirtieth in the league in red zone to 29th, probably. <laughs> it's been bad all year. No, that's a, not, a, a, you know, they're, hope, they're at the bottom. And you hope that's not what kills you when you get in the playoffs. No, it you, will. Okay. All right. Mark it down. Yeah. Because when you get in the playoffs, like any, any, shortcoming, I mean, I like, yeah. any, any shortcoming gets you magnified, gets exposed. Yeah. Is that the worst thing that they do, this football team? Is that the worst thing they do? Red zone efficiency? Yeah. 
Yeah, because they're ranked last, I think, or 31st. Was Almost. that a problem last year? Not to this extent. Not to the uh, – he's right about that. So what changed? Personnel. Witten. We just talked about Witten and, and Bryant. And I know Bryant didn't have as good as year, Mickey. Travis Frederick? That That's huge. Travis Frederick's huge. The fact that you're you're, you're playing with you know a backup guard in there. I mean, I know that Martin's been there for a lot of this, but I, there's there's something not quite right there. And I, I think you're on it with the offensive line. I think that's really. But I I like the Witten argument too. I like the I like the availability of a tight end. You know, I know that. Um, you know. And it's not that these tight ends can't uh, do the job, but there is a trust factor between they don't the quarterback know the, and the tight end. Sure. And, well, I'll, and I'll tell you what, time though, to develop that. On the pass he threw to Olawale, you had Jarwin open on the back in the back of the end zone. He just didn't throw it to him. It just wasn't the design. It, just, it wasn't the design. Yeah. The ball was to go to the flat, to go to the the fullback, and and you know. But the, and the, why not throw it to the fullback? I mean, he's it should be an easy touchdown. No one covered him. Do they? Red zone offense or pass protection overall? Well, that was the second thing that popped into my mind because they're not the worst at anything defensively overall. They, this has been a very stout defensive group. We know that. How many sacks has Dak taken? Now? 50? 51. 51. 51, okay. Area 51. Most in the mm-hmm. league. Uh, second. Second most. Um, I just read it. I, I think Deshaun Watson's taken more. Yeah. A couple of games where he was broken in half. Those games. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I don't know. I'm trying to, you know, it seems like to me the, I'm learning about this team. If the defense doesn't play well, they don't win. And the offensive line, which I thought they could hang their hat on, you cannot hang your hat on. Well, think, That's what I've learned about this team. I mean, think about it. Your, your Pro Bowl left tackles playing with one arm, basically. Yeah. The big old gadget he has on the left. You, you, you were down to your third guard at left guard, your backup center, your backup right oh, tackle. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I understand that. I mean, you know, at some point those things matter. I, I love the next man up philosophy, but it, the, ne- the reason the next man's coming up is because he's not as good as the man. Yeah. And, and you can't have that spread out over the three-fifths of your offensive line. So one reason next man up works when Sean Lee goes out this year is because you got Leighton Vander. You had somebody. Next man up. Although, yeah. yeah. By but, the they, way, but they did win some games with with Cam Fleming playing. They did. I mean, they that did. was next man. I know. And, I, and Mickey, I'm not, I'm not against you on that. When I thought there were times where, you know, I know you had some apprehension. I was right with you on Cam Fleming. There was times where I'm watching him go, man, I don't know if this is the right way to go. I don't know that. But, you know, he, they survived that. They sur- they've survived with Suofilo playing. But you know what? I think you can, and you tell me if I'm wrong, because I ain't no offensive lineman, but I think you can protect your left tackle. I don't know that you can protect your guard. Not in this day and age, you can't. The guard's out there by himself. Yeah, l- right? l- let's be honest here. This, is gonna, th- this league is going to turn around where you're going to see more Aaron Donalds, not maybe that talent, but you're going to see more people relying on defensive tackles in this in this football than they are defensive ends. Mm-hmm. They, they, the defensive tackles affect the game. In the middle of the pocket, that's where these quarterbacks, the problem for them is not the edge. They can handle the edge stuff. It's the middle of the pockets that these quarterbacks can't handle. Because you can't climb it. No, you watch. Next year, you watch how this kid Williams, Quentin Williams, from Alabama, he will be one of the top guys selected. The guy, the guy at Michigan will be one of the top guys selected because they're defensive tackles. They affect the game. Look at what happened last night. 
Yeah. Blitzing? Yeah. Up the middle. Up the middle. These quarterbacks can't handle stuff coming happen in the middle. They If they could see stuff on the edge, they, they can deal with it. You take a step up. Boom. You make a throw. Or you, yeah. or you see the guy and you, you get rid the, of the ball. You get rid of the ball. Yeah. Out. yeah. Got to so, hit it hot. So that's kind of where uh, uh, Mickey, I, I believe, is taking it this way, where, you know, look at what's happened inside with, with, the, with the center and the guard. The center's played well. But he got overmatched in that game. He did. He got overmatched a couple of different times in that game. That, those holding calls were, were bad holding calls. I mean, they, it was holding. It wasn't like he was, you know. Yeah. And, and then Tyron Smith, you know, Mickey's right. He's playing with one arm, but sometimes one-arm Tyron Smith is better than, you know, there's teams out there that love to have one-arm Tyron Smith playing. Uh, I'll take it. But we're, we're so used to Tyron Smith just, you know, just eliminating people. You know, it's just, it's been, I think that's, if you want to, if they go back and look at the season at the end of it, and maybe we will one day, is you say, okay, what was, what was the reason? What was the reason? What were the, the biggest problems? Well, the red zone problems, a lot of it has to do with what's going on with the offensive line. Yep. How about when they get down there and they give up sacks? You know, that, I mean, I saw a stat there, and I don't know, again, pro football focus, you know, you take them or leave them, whatever you want. But they're talking about that, that Dak is one of the most sacked quarterbacks without blitzing. You know, with just just regular four man rush, mm-hmm. and, and if you're if yeah. that's a, if you're getting sacked on four man rush, then you, there's some there's issues there. And again, people will say, "Oh, he's holding it too long." But well, I the say, guy's not open there too. I, yeah, that there's yeah. covered sacks, and I would argue if two you man get, route, nobody gets open. Yeah, yeah. And how many offensive holding calls have there been? Way too many. Way, way too many. In fact, Jerry was talking on the fan this morning. They were asking him about the penalties and everything, and. He's talking about you got to focus on the penalties. Well, a lot of times those holding penalties, you're getting beat, and that's why they're holding. Yeah. You know, yeah. And um, it comes back to what you have planned. You know, you know, those aren't the guys you intended when you put this team Nick, together. He's right. He's right about offseason. that. He's that's right. why when when you start analyzing the draft next year, yeah. just keep your eye on offensive linemen. Sure, because. As they double down on the weak side linebacker, right. I think they need to start doubling down on the offensive line. You know what's interesting about point. that? I mean, they took an offensive lineman in the second round, Connor Williams. Yeah. And, in fact, there was a guy that they were looking at and the, they could have taken in the first round, James Daniels. Yeah, but, the center from Iowa. Yeah, yeah he was with Chicago. I, and but And at the time, if you looked at him, you were like, this is a walk-in starter right here. Oh, they've they've drafted some plug-and-play guys now. Exactly. But then you look at it, how much do you have at, at the time of the draft? Yeah. How much do you have invested in this offensive line? There's no way you can take an offensive lineman in the first round oh, of this draft. Well, what are we talking about here in week 16? Yeah, they're still, they've got a chance to clinch the division, but we're talking about what's yeah. – Mickey makes a great point. The offensive line could be the reason why you don't have success. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it goes, it's like like the same thing the year before, where no, you can't take a wide receiver. Why? I mean, yeah. they're set at wide receiver. You can't take a wide receiver yeah. in the draft. Well, you could have taken Juju Smith Schuster in the second round sure. of that draft, and you know, Des falls off. Okay, and you, there was a desperate need for wide receivers this year, as it turns out. Okay, yeah. it changes so quickly in this league. You don't know. I mean. Well, they took God Michael bless Gallup. Travis Frederick that, that hopefully he'll be able to return sure. from this. You don't know when Guillain-Barre syndrome hits yeah. a player. You right. know, yeah. you don't know when. Yeah. And you don't know next year. Right. You don't know. So maybe you have to cover yourself at center, kind of a center-slash-guard type guy. I and, do they think, took, and they took the right guy in the first round, Leighton Vander Esch, because they needed no, that no. guy. And I do think <laughs> Connor Williams is going to be a good player, a, a yeah. very good player. He, he, You watch him, when they get out on the start on the move, pulling like in, in the run game they did the other day, He's great at that. 
It's strength. We've talked about he it. He might it's, be your center. He could yeah. do, and you might be able <laughs> yeah. to do that too. Yeah. He, he's going to get stronger. He's 22 years old. Give him a, a off season in the weight room. That part of his game will be better. So are we, we were talking about centers and Mickey. I'll, I'll ask everybody who this, we're talking about centers and looking at centers in the draft potentially, but are we Joe Looney? Are we, are we just going to say Joe Looney coming back for another year? We're, I know it's off season talk, but is Joe Looney, everybody comfortable with that? Or do you need Are you a, comfortable with him as the 16 game starter? Well, so far, that's See, what he's as been. the backup, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. But if, he's getting exposed a little bit. Is how that what do you're I know? He's being paid as a backup. How yeah. do I know Travis Frederick? How do I know he's going to be there? Yeah. Well, you, you know? definitely want Looney on the team. And, yeah. But you want to. Um, yeah, you know, you're hoping that Frederick comes back. See, this is where yeah. people will argue with you about drafting an offensive lineman because they said, "Well, look what you've seen from Looney. You know, look, he's played 16 games and it hasn't been terrible." Mm-hmm. And then you think about Connor Williams. You know, you'd like Connor Williams to be the starter, and that's fine. But maybe I have a better backup. Is it? You know, the Redmond kid wasn't terrible mm-hmm. in the game the other day, but he's he is what he is. But it's tough when you look at that interior line against the Colts all of a sudden, and yeah. it's Redman and Looney, who's been oh, there all no, year, yeah. and then and then Connor, and it's just you, you need Zach back. You just I really mean, Connor's back playing right guard for the first time in NFL. Yeah, yeah, he never. Yeah, exactly. Right. About uh, and we got to go to a break, but the, uh, to wrap up the red zone conversation, we are asking about where they ranked last year and and red yes. zone percentage they last year sixth in the league at 59.6 as rob pointed out they're 31st right now 44 percent touchdowns in the red zone all right 59.6 percent last year sixth in the league in 2016 they were third in the league 66 yeah. percent see that does that, that just have the percentage or does it have how many times they scored at 57 uh, in t- 2016 they scored touchdowns on 57 out of 38 trips to in the red zone. 2017. No, wait, the other way around, right? I'm not sure I mean. 38 touchdowns in 57 trips. In uh, 2017, 31 touchdowns in 52 attempts, sixth in the league. And this year, 19 touchdowns and in no 43 trips. For six of those games. I mean, their calling card when they've had Zeke, it's not unlike the 90s where you just line up and we're going to score. Or if not, we're going to run some RPO and get Dak involved that way. That's been productive for them too. But yeah, the it's difference the difference It's crazy, was man. Those two years they were trusting the offensive line and I think, I think so. this year they're looking at what they are yeah. going eh, got to trick them a little bit. Got to trick them. Yep. Not the same. Yep. All right, we continue and take your calls on Talking Cowboys in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. 
Terms and conditions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa, open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Pick your plays, not your wedgies. Tommy John is the most comfortable underwear on the planet. Comes back by a no-wedgie guarantee. If you suffer a wedgie in your Tommy Johns, they'll give you your money back, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Rob, how do we prove that we have the wedgie to get a free pair of money back? I guess you got to tweet it out. You have to show a picture of you with the wedgie. Yeah. Is that the deal? I think so. Visual evidence. Yeah. That's a great question, you know? I was just wondering, you know, we were talking about Does that. Does the customer Asking, service department yeah. need to see that? Yeah. You know? Tommy John. <laughs> yeah, I've got a wedgie here. Uh, could you prove it, please, sir? It's never happened before with yeah. Tommy John's. Let's so. go a little FaceTime here. <laughs> but you don't have to worry about it because it no, it'll it's never happen. Right. It's got the band. That's exactly right. The band. Moisture yep. wicking fabric. Mm-hmm. We are one week away from Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, I have, I'm about to start my shopping here in about two days, I think. Same here. Thursday, Friday. Yep. I'm a Christmas Eve shopper myself. Do you really? Yeah. All right. Well, but I've you can't got, do that online. Importance. You wrap your own presents? You know, I will do that on He's Christmas Eve. He's got three Eve. daughters. He shouldn't have to do it. Yeah, but I will. I, I, I like Christmas Eve. Yeah, just go in yep. the, your office and close the yep. door. Well, it's, it, we get together, yeah, uh-huh. and then it's like at uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock on yeah. Christmas Eve night, uh-huh. and I watch um, Wonderful Life, Wonderful Life, uh-huh. and um, wrap my presents. Oh, okay. Yep. So that's like your motivation? And then run out of scotch tape. Yeah. Run out of scotch. <laughs> I'll never do that. Put together, put together toys drinking scotch. 
Sometimes you have some leftover pieces. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Unless it's a swing set, folks. Don't leave extra pieces on a swing set or yeah. anything where your kids are. Yeah. Fire truck's okay. Yeah, yeah. Not if it's a, the yeah. Barbie Playhouse, it's okay. She doesn't need the slide. <laughs> so have y'all done your shopping? Absolutely. Rob has yeah. not. Absolutely none. Yeah. None. Christmas Eve. I've, done, I've done mine that has to be sent out. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. $10. $10. I I will say this right after this show, I've got to go to a store and buy something because Mm -hmm. it has to be sent out by Thursday. I've got those direct orders from the boss that the only store is in Frisco. Bruce Springsteen hanging out with you. That's right. Uh (laughs) All right. Let's go to Johnny in Salt Lake City. Mickey wants to know if there's snow in Salt Lake City, Johnny. Yeah, there is. Right now I'm headed to uh, Edmonton. I'm a truck driver, so I'll oh, catch right. snow here coming up. Drive safe, man. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, so I just had two quick points. I'll make it quick. Uh, first off, everybody's uh, banging on the defense that they didn't do their job. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you told me that a team is going to score six out of seven drives, I would imagine it would be a little more different. Uh, the score might have been higher, but I think the defense did the best they could. 23 points, that's still not something – insurmountable that this team couldn't have come out. Uh, my second point is on deck. I think we also need to show a little restraint as far as uh, trying to tell everybody what deck might be or might not be. Uh, Bill Parcells told you the beloved Tony Romo, he was not ready to take over until after his third, fourth year when he started playing. And I think Dak is in a similar progression. The biggest thing that I see that could have happened to him was losing Jason Wynn because now you're seeing Dak had to throw to his outside receivers to uh, work on that development of his game. And, yeah, there's some warts. You can see it overthrown passes. Also the stuff, you know, back shoulder fade, which should have been thrown in the front and the back. But he's he's progressing. I'm, I'm seeing a game, a game. Um, the guys at the base that could, they just got their butts whooped. And uh, I think we should just let it play out, you know. Once we get to next year, uh, we see progression again, then we should give this, this guy, this kid, his hard work, his ethic, um, a chance. If not, then, you know, we'll go from there. Thanks, guys. Well, a truck driver with common sense. Are you? Is that surprising, Mickey? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now, the truck driver's saying, "Huh?" And a cowboy rider with common sense. A Cowboys fan with common sense. Okay. It's How's not, that? It's not truck drivers. It's yeah. Okay. I think there's. I think it's there's a caller with common sense. I think there's more people out there <laughs> that agree with what he's saying. I do. I, I think there's a side that we get that we hear that we see, you know, that's the thing with social media the way it is, that we tend to see a lot of folks' opinions. Mailbag. Yeah, mailbag. And, and that's okay. You know, that's the great thing about it. You know, you should if you have your opinion. But I, I do agree with I do agree with him. I, I do. I think there's, you know, in, in the off season, when it gets to off season, I mean, this team's still got things to play for. they got meaningful games. This one's a huge game this week. they got a meaningful playoff game, hopefully, and, you know, could take a run through this thing. But I think when it gets to off-season talk, yeah, you have to sit down and evaluate. Okay, evaluate the quarterback, evaluate the line, evaluate the defense, evaluate the coaches, evaluate everybody involved. Yep. And then and then make your decisions. You know. But you have to give this thing some time to play out the way it is. But we're starting to see some clues of things that they need to work on. They heck, they saw it mid-season. They knew they the receiver by committee was not working. They went out and made a huge a huge get. They knew the offensive line was struggling with the current coach. What they do? They got a, or the pass coach. They got a new coach. You know, you got to trust that these guys will make the right decisions with that way. You know, and and, and the one on the quarterback is a very important decision. But I agree with him. You know. You know, and he pointed out 
you know, the defense taking a hit here. Yeah. Even Dak said it after the game. Hey, the defense gave up 23 points. No we point. should be able to outscore yeah. 23 points. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. That's the bar they've set, right? Yeah. 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 This I mean, that's good kind play. of great. Um, I mean, they really have. How many points did they give up the week before? 23. Yeah. And they won in overtime. Right. Right. And they held the Saints 27 below their average the week before that. Falcons, so, too. Remember Falcons, that one? Yeah. They, they've been outstanding. Saints, though. Average took a hit last night. Carolina too. held them twenty five below their average last well, night. Well, that, you know, you know how that goes, win. guys. Those division games. Yep. Those, right. the, you get you get a division game. It, it, all, look at San Francisco and Seattle. A division game there. And there was a time where the Rams were really bad when they were in St. Louis. Always gave Seattle trouble in those division games. But I thought. Um, six weeks ago, wasn't it the fifty-four fifty-one was the way of this league, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, every game was going to be fifty-four. Put the brakes on that stuff. Uh-huh. Thank um, God that happened. We've seen this movie before. These offenses that are unstoppable in weeks one through ten, defenses start to catch up a little bit. And some of it's division familiarity. We saw it with the 07 Patriots. We're seeing it now. The you know Jared Goff has thrown I think seven picks in his last three games. Yeah. Rams have stuff to figure out, too, right now. This thing is so wide open. Yes, it is. In the NFC, it is unreal just how wide open it is. And when you compare it to a couple of weeks ago when it looked like, the okay, the Rams and the Saints are the crop oh, yeah. and, the, and the Cowboys exposed the Saints in the 13-10 to 10 win, and now we've seen more evidence of it. Saints struggled well, last week. They got up to 27 or 28 points, but then last night against – Carolina, they only get 12 points, and then you see what you're talking about with the Rams. But you look at the Cowboys playing Tampa Bay on Sunday. How much pressure is on this game? I mean, yeah, it oh, is 5-9, yeah. and nine, uh, Tampa yeah. Bay coming in here. I don't think – yeah. But as Jerry alluded to mm, yeah. on the, as show this morning, these five-win teams or a four-win team can can beat you. Anybody and can win. They the have league. got yeah. to I – mean, and here's the other thing. All right, the Redskins are playing Tennessee on Saturday, okay? They could be eliminated Saturday. We'll see, yeah. okay? The Eagles are playing Houston. What's the time? At noon. Noon. Okay, right, so it's a noon game. Same time the Cowboys are playing. Right. Okay, if the Cowboys were to lose to Tampa Bay, okay, and the Eagles beat the Texans, and let's say the Redskins went to them, yeah. no, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay, you go to next week. Yeah. And the Cowboys have to beat the Giants because the that, the Redskins are playing the Eagles, right. and one of those teams is going to win, or a tie would also put them ahead yeah. ahead of the Cowboys. The last thing you want to do is give the Giants a reason to play what they probably considered a meaningless game yeah. on the final game of the season. Because don't the you know the if they the can Cowboys knock out? the Cowboys out of the playoffs, they will be fired up. So and the, this and the team way, has yeah. got to be ready to play. I mean, there is there are no excuses this week. You got to be ready and yeah. loaded for bear uh, when Tampa Bay comes here on Sunday. They've yeah. got to, yeah. You get back in that mindset that you were in the previous five or six weeks, and that's it's just backs against the wall. Everything they've been saying, you got to get back to that. And, and, I, 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 and that, I don't, I don't, I don't think they relaxed against the Colts. I, I don't, I don't think we give the Colts enough credit. The Colts went out there and beat them. Yeah, but, sure did. But um, this is a young team that, and, J- and Jason Garrett talked about this yesterday. It's about mental toughness. Every single play, every drive, they're going to win some. You got to be able to forget it and bounce back. And that's a young team that's done a good job of that for the most part since November. <laughs> Didn't happen the other night. 
for whatever reason, it didn't happen. And they've just got to get back to that. They've shown they can do it. They've shown they can do it. Well, and they, you know, you just put that in your rearview mirror and you uh, you assume the same mindset that you, that you had in the five-game win streak. Yeah. And this is a, uh, I mean, they've got to approach this. This is a playoff game on Sunday. Well, haven't they been playing playoff That's games? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've I done mean, it. If, I mean, you, if you, you know, it, the only thing, the five wins has put them in a position to win the division, you know? Uh, that's what surprised me about the Indianapolis game. And Indianapolis is a good football team. We saw that with our own eyes. But it surprised me with, with, with a lot on the line there, you know, going out and winning the division. You know, you go out and beat Tampa. Now, okay, you got the – now you can think about things for that final week where you, you – okay, how, how do I help Zeke? How do I set myself up to be better in the playoffs, you know? You, know, you, could, you could kind of spend a little bit more time. Maybe you know your opponent is Seattle. And you can, you know, you could kind of hone in on them a little bit more, you know, get ready for that game. Well, one, I, one thing uh, you, you know, what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, Jerry was asked yeah. at one point this morning, "Do you have an opponent you'd like to face in the playoffs?" Yeah. And Jerry was like, "We gotta, you gotta get in." <laughs> the Bucks coming in here. You yeah, know? I, yeah. I couldn't believe that question. Um, but. I mean, in, in okay, so you're looking at Chicago. I mean, they're they, Chicago's locked in the three. Right, they're they're locked yeah. in, and yeah. so the Cowboys, if they win over Tampa Bay, they're right. locked into the four. They're locked in the so four. So there's nothing to play for in right. the last week. Set some Giants. Yeah. Now you're getting ready for yeah. your yeah. hosting a wild card game. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, there is because I picked them to go ten and six. Okay, okay. <laughs> go, go crack the whip. Yeah, I I just think you have to you have to think about your. I think you have to think about your guard. I think you think I think you have to think about your running back. I think more importantly, you do have to think about your running back. He's the one. He is the one thing that can win you a playoff game. And 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 his when his health gets compromised, then then I that's when I really really start to worry about this football team. Oh sure, you got to love a home playoff game with a running back that has fresh legs. Yeah, and and it might be hard to say he's going to be any type of fresh because of what he's endured. We've all we all like ah, throw him the ball, keep throwing the ball, throw him the ball, throw him, you know, and then now he's all beat up, and everybody's like, oh my god, he's carrying the ball too much. Mm-hmm. But he's the one reason why you have a chance in the playoffs. He's the great equalizer, you know, because he could take over a game if you don't stop the run. He he will wear yeah. you out. I mean, they were doing this in this Colts game until the fourth quarter. They didn't have a lot of third and longs, and a lot yeah. of it is his ability to yeah. get that four extra yards, two or three yards. Yeah. Where you, I don't. Think there's maybe a guy in the league that can do what he can do in terms of that yards after yeah. contact. Even throw him the ball now. Yep. Second and nine, they throw him the ball, he gets what nine yards. You know, I mean, he's an incredible player. He really, really is. But you better think about. You better find a way that to win this game, so you don't have to sit there and tax him another game against the Giants. And by the way, with the way that the that Indianapolis ran the ball, do you have a little concern about? The Giants running the ball with their guy, but you're going to probably say, you're going to say, Broadus, nah. The offensive line, not even close. Not even close. You worry about, you worry about the Giants. If you had to play a game where, where they would say, okay, we're just going to load up and run the ball against you. They did a nice job against him in the first game, right? They sure did. But They sure did. And they really have all year long. I, I, again, I, 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 more so than anything, I just give credit to the Colts line for what they did. Both sides of the ball? Yeah. I mean, they just they won the battle up front convincingly, especially, yeah, especially with their offensive line. I, I, I do expect the Cowboys defense to play better than they did, you know. But you, you go back and you watch it. I know you did. I watched a little bit back yesterday. It's just guys getting to the second level, taking linebackers out of the play. Yeah. Just haven't seen that. Yeah. 
They struggled. They struggled their fits. The run fits, too, were bad, too. Yeah. Zeke's caught 72 passes. Mm-hmm. And it looks like every one of them he's taking a big hit. I wonder what the <laughs> club record is for, for running back, back receptions because I think what, if I remember, Richie, Richie Anderson one, yeah. had 80. Yeah, Richie that Anderson. Too. Yeah, I was, Richie wondering, Anderson. I was wondering that too. 80. Preston Pearson back in the day, a lot of catches. Nah, the seventies. It, it wasn't to that level. But he not was, to that level. He was just the third down guy. Yeah, but I was just saying a guy that was brought into the league to or brought into the Cowboys to catch the football. Yeah, but they had Tony Hill and they Oh no, they had a lot of great players. I was just thinking of running backs. But you're right, Brian, as tough as he is and durable as he is, yeah. Jer- Jerry said after the the forty touch game a couple weeks ago, he said, I've never seen him that spent after a game. And he's an energizer bunny. You yeah. know, and he takes hits that hits he that hit he took trying to the hurdle. Uh, on a, a leak-out pass early in the Colts game, he's he's taking some shots. Yeah. Out. Preston Pearson in 1977, a Super Bowl season, was second on the team in receptions behind Drew Pearson. Uh-huh. Drew Pearson had 48 catches. Okay, there you go. And Preston Pearson had 46. Okay. It was a different era. Yeah, Here. much different era. I'll show you where to find it real quick. Yeah. I'll tell you, that, that to me is – but we we've all it get the ball in Zeke's hands never a bad thing never but man now you're starting to see a little bit of the wear and tear of of, of our you know of our greediness if you but, want to call that but it, that's that's how you win football games and, and you they ask, built this team that way and you ask anybody he wants the ball oh every, sure he every does. time I mean he's yeah. a team player but hey, he, he, he doesn't it, care yes. about the beating that he oh takes. my did he take you mean yeah. on those hits he takes on the sidelines and stuff and you're going oh jeez please right. please get up you know. I mean, he jumps over guys and, you know, gets hit by the linebackers, and you're just like, oh, please get up. How about this? In 1983, Ron Springs led the team with 73 catches. Yeah. There you go. Preston Pearson, Ron Springs. Those are all. What's the record? Herschel Walker had 76. You said Richie Anderson had 80? I'm going to Richie Anderson had – I got that wrong. He had 69. I thought it was Herschel. Herschel had 76 and 60 mm-hmm. when he led the team. So I'm sure we'll get a release on that. How many has he got right now, we said? 72? 72? 72. Okay. Three screens against the uh, – <laughs> yeah, three right. or four screens, and we'll be, uh, we're on our way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We continue with more of Talking Cowboys in just a moment. If you're like me and you love – I mean, if you have a – Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code Real Deal. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. The Otterbox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper Cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper... It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. 
The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys might be looking for a playmaker in the red zone, but you've got your facial playmaker already on getjackblack.com. You get a turbo wash, a face buff, a beer lube, and a, a facial beer lube. Oh. and a facial <laughs> moisturizer. And they'll throw in a lip balm and a Cowboys coolie can. For ten bucks, so you get a Cowboys cooling can, yes, and a beer lube, a beer lube, a beer lube, a beer lube. Miller Lite, right? You knew what I said. Absolutely, absolutely. That is what you said. Ten bucks at getjackblack.com/slash/cowboys and use the code Cowboys and you get free shipping. Yes. Wow, I didn't realize it came. You, you get you get lubed as well. Yeah. What else do you need? That's great. I'm asking for it for Christmas <laughs> one week from today. Uh, All right, let's go to Nebby in Silver Springs, Maryland. Next up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Nebby. Uh, 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 hi, guys. Um, uh, listen, I usually don't do this be- because they don't usually work. Uh, 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 but in this particular case, considering how poorly we played against uh, the Colts, I'm going to try to make a, a motivational speech. Obviously, we played our worst game of the season uh, 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 against the Colts, but we still have a tremendous opportunity in front of us. So uh, uh, this Sunday... At home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we uh, we have to play as if our season is on the line b- because we we don't we don't want to have to rely on the Tennessee Titans and and the Houston Texans to do our, our dirty work for us, and we certainly don't want it to come down to the last week against the New York Giants because usually divisional games are close and the Giants would love nothing more than to keep us out of the playoffs. So, again, we uh, 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 we have to play as if our season is on the line. Uh, uh, And let's go out and execute and win the NFC East and 
give ourselves a chance uh, 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 to win a Super Bowl championship. Take care. Thanks for being patient with me. And happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye. All right, Nebby. Thanks, Nebby. You too, buddy. Yeah. I feel like holidays. we should be in a circle jumping up and down right now. Yep. There Get Nebby go. out there to give the post uh, pregame warm up yeah. speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that, that's a great idea, uh, and it's exactly right. It's exactly the attitude that the Cowboys need to have this week against Tampa Bay. It's all there for the taking, yep. and uh, put last week behind them, and um, and focus on these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who, by the way, they had the Saints down fourteen to three going into the second half last week. Yeah, uh, and Baltimore was only up on them seventeen twelve until a late field goal or t- late touchdown. Yeah, and that game uh, two quality opponents, and so you can't take Tampa Bay lightly at all. No layups in this league. That's exactly right. So yeah. what Nubby said, I understand that uh, on the post game show, Nate and, and Cubby said, "Burn the tape and move forward." Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even watch the game; just burn it. Yeah, it might be a right approach to take. Well, know. yeah, and I think everybody realized, like you said, Mickey, they took an ass kicking in that game. So it, you don't need to see it again. You just you felt it. You know, you have the you have the bruises to prove it. Uh, but you know, they, they, there's uh, there's there's just so much that they. I mean, I, it, it was just the only thing to me that was disappointing was, and, and I'll leave it at this, that they had a chance to go and win that division right then and there. You know, and keep the moment, the five the five game winning streak. You know, they, they, they've done some really great things to get themselves in this position. I just, it's a shame that they went out there and had that happen to them because if you get the victory, now you're starting to think, okay, let's keep playing with momentum. And now, you know, Bill, Bill has brought up something that kind of, you know, Nelson, okay, well don't lose this game because then doubt, you know, mm-hmm. starts to creep in, you know, and I, I don't think doubts creeped in for him yet, but you lose this game. Now, now doubt is staring you right in the face. And, and that and that's that's a that's a hard thing to deal with. Right and, there. and it is a young team, but they've been in way worse shape than this before. Three and five, Three and five was bad. Everybody wrote them off. I think Jerry said it was akin to like not having any money and being broke and knowing what that was like. And yeah. then now you're in a position where now you, you you've come into some money, and how do you respond to, to success? You know, hey, look at this from the perspective of the coaching staff too. I mean, if if they were to stumble down the stretch here, the way this thing had turned around from three and five to eight and five, and if they don't make the playoffs, I mean, we're back to where where this was at three and five, yeah. you know, yeah. going into the off season. That's the I thing mean, is that's but that's where I'm talking about. That's off season talk. Yeah, yeah that's, but that's, that's, not, that's end of season talk. No, right I, there, I understand you know, that. Where, I understand that, and, and which puts the focus. They have got to for everybody in this building. They have got to take care of business here. There's no question. There's no. You can't have a. You can't have it go any other way and not because I, I I've well, I, I believe like I say it's off season talk. But if it comes to that, I don't think the decision will be very. Hard for them to make. Mm-hmm. That's me personally. If in fact it does, if it, in fact they don't get in the playoffs, because I thought all along that was going to be the case. But I, if they get in the playoffs, win the division, and all that, then by all means, this coaching staff should you know make whatever changes they have to make, you know, with their personnel or a coach here or there. But 
that that he he deserves that opportunity to continue. But if if in, in your scenario, if that happens, I don't think that decision would be that hard. It's just it's just amazing how things change from week to week. Oh, in sure, this in this league, absolutely. And, and it can it, with a win on Sunday at noon, it flips right back around, and we're talking playoffs yeah. and and what this team needs to do to win of the first round of the playoffs. Exactly. Every I time mean, we think we've got it figured out, they're three and five. Nobody gives them a shot. They couldn't beat Jacksonville. They couldn't lose the Tennessee. They couldn't beat the Saints. They can't possibly lose. Couldn't win in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just when you think you've got it figured out, you don't. And so we'll see what happens. It's still, the odds are still heavily in their favor because the other two teams have to take care of business themselves in this division. But But they just have to take care of business this week. And they want to go out and earn it. Yeah. Care of business the following week because they play each other. Just, Just look at last night. I'll guarantee you the Saints have never thought a 12 to 9 victory has been better than 12 to 9 last night. Did no. You see the relief? Oh, no question. On their faces when no they question. want the relief on Sean Payton's face? No. No one's going to be sitting there going, "God, we only scored 12 points." Especially well, they with, won. Especially with fumbling out of the back of the end zone and giving them a chance to, to, when, to yeah. When uh-huh. all he had to do was fall down, yeah. he didn't have to score a touchdown. Yeah. They had a first down right yeah. there and the game's over. Yeah. <laughs> relying on players that you don't usually rely on uh-huh. in key situations. Are you talking about on the goal line with the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah, same thing. You know, and, and division games, like Brian said, you never know what's going to happen in division yeah. games. When's the last time you've seen a two-point conversion go the other way for two points? Turn the whole game around. Yeah. Game was going to be over, yeah. right? And Drew Brees threw into double, triple coverage. And then Seattle, they're sitting there. They take care of business against Minnesota, and they go to San Francisco, and they get beat. I mean, Seattle was was the team. You don't want to play them in the playoffs. Of Carolina and a few weeks ago. You still may not want to play them, but no. still. I mean, they turn around, and they, and they lose the next week. And now they've got to play Kansas City, and so they're fighting for their playoff lives yeah. now against the best team in the league. When's right. the last time we saw the Patriots without a top-two seed, which is the way it's headed right now? You know, things – strange lady. Strange, <laughs> strange lady, Brian. Somebody please come up with that T-shirt and send us all one, please. Well, you got to trademark it first, I think. Do I? Maybe I can – can you help me out there? With you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put yeah. one of them little deals at the end of it. <laughs> I need the trademark. C? I, need yeah. the, I need the yeah the R with a circle. The right? R. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You need to think of this at Thanksgiving time so it could be get made and you could profit off of it yeah. for the holiday season. Yeah. Strange lady. If someone steals my idea, please just send me, me and rob a shirt. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all you want. That's all I want. That's all the payoff you yeah, want. That's exactly. The uh, comments from the Cowboys after the game about a loss. Oh. Maybe being good for the team. I was. This, I had the we same had mailbag reaction. question this morning, didn't we? I had the same reaction you yeah, did on that. I'm, I was I'm, like, what, what no, are you talking no, about? No, they, a couple of them had to be talked into it. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering what the context they was They didn't of the say question. it on their own. The question came up, and I remember standing there next to Tyrone Crawford, and somebody said, well, you know, is, is this a good loss? It's like a Clarence Hill angle. And he kind of hemmed and hawed and da da. And then just to get through the answer, he went. And then he the said, "Yeah, I, I guess, I guess, you know, it's a, it, it, it it's just a, it's a wake up call." Yeah. See, yeah. I, I thought that that might be what some of it was. You know, they asked Dak, and he initially, right. initially said no, and then he goes, "Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe we thought we were too hot to trot." You know, but but I don't have a problem with that. No, I don't. I don't have a problem with that answer. 
But I mean, when you, when you're talking about oh maybe a loss is good for us, that never that makes you wonder what was the mindset going in. Yeah, that yeah. We if, needed a wake up call. Yeah, because I, if you talk to everybody, they talked about what a great week of practice they had. Right. Oh yeah, that, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. That was the whole the mindset was oh no this is we're ready to play this game. You know, I think they were ready to play this game. I just don't think they were physically ready to play this game. You know, mentally they might have known what they needed to do, but physically they sure didn't. They didn't tackle well enough. They didn't get off blocks. They didn't block anybody. You know, when they had a chance to execute plays, they didn't execute plays. So is that a, is that a mental thing or is that a physical thing? I think it's a lot of physical stuff going on right there. Yeah. That team, the team in the with the horseshoe on their head, was more physical than you were. And that's you know that's where. I think you do, you tip your cap to the other team. Oh, absolutely! You know, and you just and move on. Well, look know? what they're they're in the same situation as you. They're trying. I mean, they, they're not. They're trying to get in the plus. You're trying to clinch a division, you know. And oh, with still possibility. You no, know, they they might win every one of their games on the way and not get in. How about that? Right. I mean, they might get. They might end up with ten and six and not get in the playoffs. And they started one and what one and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that just shows you right there. I mean, they made a hell of a rally, but that you know that that's why that's why you go out and physically beat somebody up, because you're thinking like, man, if we lose this game, we are done. And maybe the Cowboys didn't have that "we are done" mentality which, while the Colts which did. What they had the previous five weeks, which they've had the previous five weeks, mm-hmm. absolutely. They were done in New Orleans. They were done in Atlanta. They were done in Philadelphia twice. You know, Washington. They were done. And that, well, it's back on them now. It's back on them. You do not want to go to New York and have to win a game. You just yeah. don't. You don't want to have. You don't know what the weather's going to be. You don't know if they're going to all of a sudden, you know, like Mickey says, they're going to say, huh, let's get this rookie running back going here. Let's see if we can run this football a little bit. You don't want to have to go and play in, that, in those conditions and try and win a game up there, especially against a division opponent. And guess what? They'll, they'll go into that last game if that happens, and the entire week they'll be asked, you know, for three years in a row, yeah. the Cowboys were in the same situation. Right. If they win, they won the division. Right. Lost all three. Why is this different? Mm-hmm. There you well, go. none of those guys probably took place part in any of those three games. Yeah. Maybe Lattisor, right? Yeah, maybe so. Sean Lee? Sean Lee. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you uh, Tyron Smith, just go yeah. win this game. Mm-hmm. The rest of them got no idea. <laughs> just go win Ancient this history game. To a, they were yep. in high school. Yeah, Brian is. Th- that is the motto of the week. Just go, go win, win this, this game. game. There's another T-shirt for you, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, trademark it. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, that does it for a talking Cowboys for a Tuesday. Go shop, Bill. Yep, time to go shopping, and some of us or some of you will chat at them tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. See you guys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?